Well, welcome back to the Bike Walk Wichita podcast. I'm your host, Kim Newfeld. Today, we are recording virtually to maintain our social distancing. And I must say that I am really starting to miss our adventures. Amy and Jack, what have you been up to during the stay-at-home orders to keep your, your sanity and, and your physical well-being up? Well, um, I have still been going into the office. My job is considered essential. So recently, you know, I've been out for a couple of podcasts. I've, I had surgery and had to be off the bike for a while and get recovered and all that stuff. So the last couple of weeks, I've been back on the bike and finally got my uh, stamina up enough to bike to work. So I'm just hoping that have some good weather and continue to do that and get my mileage back up and and uh, do that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's awesome to see you uh, back bike commuting. Uh, quite impressive on some of these chilly mornings. So kudos to you. I gave you thumbs up on Strava. So. <laughs> Glad you are back rolling back to your to your norm. So uh, Jack, what have you been up to? Well, since I'm a substitute school teacher, that was decided it was not essential uh, at the least bit. And so at spring break, we found that out. And so I'm still on spring break, which is kind of weird. But what I've been up to is uh, walking dogs, getting out, moving around a bit, a bit of bird watching. And we went out to Guerrero uh, National Wildlife Area with the dogs and I. And uh, it was wonderful to see a lot of different birds out there. And of course, Lots of reading uh, slash napping. Um, I only get a couple pages in for um, uh, dozing these days, I think. So, and really missing the school kids. It was fun. We had some young kids coming in the shop the other day, and and the sweet little kindergartner uh, with her sister and her dad, and she would raise her hand when she had a question. So that was nice, giving them a tour and talking. Sort of reminded me back of being in the classroom. Well, I'm glad both of you, you know, are getting out and enjoying you know, our outdoor spaces. And I'm sure both of you have noticed actually the huge spike in the number of people and, and families we are seeing out enjoying our parks and neighborhoods. Right. Yeah. Yes. Out riding, whether they're fast riders, I've been, I've done a couple of rides out east on my road bike and, and it was been fun to notice. There's uh, a number of folks that are out there and we, of course, are social distance, but you can see, see folks and give the, the bicycling nod to people. And then, of course, in the parks or in our little walking area up and down our street here near our house, Kevin, there's somebody there every morning, and, and that's nice seeing and walking. No cars, hardly, with lots of people walking. We will uh, continue posting fun rides and walks that you can enjoy solo or with your family. So make sure you check out our Facebook page, our Strava Club, or visit us online at bikewalkwichita.org for local adventures, events, and tips that we will uh, share weekly. So just to give you an update, currently during this pandemic, our recycle shop is still open for limited services. And so that means we are open Thursday evenings from 6 to 8 p.m. and Fridays and Saturdays from 1 to 4 p.m. And we are serving individuals and families one at a time. So we appreciate your patience. It seems to be working wonderfully. And we are assisting with emergency bike repairs, if you have a kiddo or an adult with a voucher who needs a bike, we're doing bike distributions. And then of course we have our recycled uh, bike sales and we are always accepting donations, which we are actually quite low on our inventory. 
So if you are doing any spring cleaning uh, of your garage or cleaning out any of your property and you have any bikes that you no longer ride and or parts, we would love to take those and get those out to somebody who needs a bike. So let us know. It is always a good idea though to check ahead and you can also make an appointment during this time just to help us space people out during our, our hours. So you can do that by emailing us at info at bikewalkwichita.org or you can call us and leave a message at 316-530-2990 and we will get back to you. So hopefully soon we will be announcing when we're able to open back up completely to full services and volunteering and, and more days. So stay tuned for that announcement. Thanks. Yeah, especially if you need something to keep your bike rolling, uh, let us know. Come by during those Friday and Saturday times. Uh, tire repairs, things like that. We're glad to help keep them rolling. And we do have ki lots of kids' bikes available. So let people know that they can come and pick up a kid's bike for free. And everybody ought to be out moving around, all the, the school kids, if they can't be in the classrooms, put them on a bike. So today, Jack will be sharing a story, actually, about one of our Bike Walk Wichita friends that really illustrates how Bike Walk Wichita is helping change people's lives. And then we'll also hear about Amy's adventures back on her bike, and we'll shine the spotlight on one of our awesome volunteers that's make, helping make a difference here in Wichita. So thanks for tuning in and joining us as we talk all things Bike Walk. As we mentioned earlier, it is awesome seeing so many people outside biking and walking, and uh, I'm especially thrilled to see the growing interest in bike commuting around ICT. I'm sure both of you have noticed this. With the uh, lighter traffic right now and the weather warming up, I think it's the perfect time to try leaving that car at home, testing out your bike commuting, whether that's just for errands or, or whether you're, you're trying to get to work. If you would like the 101 on bike commuting in ICT, check out our recent video recording from a virtual presentation that we, we just held. Amy, do you want to talk a little bit about the bike commuting in ICT and, and what we kind of covered in that? Yeah, we just kind of talked about, you know, you you've obviously have gotten very familiar and maybe a little tired of riding your own neighborhood and you want to see where else you can ride to and just kind of getting a little further. And it's amazing how close your grocery store can be or your friends that you would normally drive to that just live across the neighborhood that you can bike to and just kind of chat with them across the lawn. I know I've done that a couple of times, just kind of do a street side check-in with some of my friends that I haven't seen. You know, what, is, what does that look like? You know, you have this bike, it can be transportation and, and uh, you have a backpack, you have, you know, these, these tools basically that you already have and just trying to talk about checking your bike, make sure it's road worthy, street worthy, checking your intentions, I guess, about wanting to get across town or get to the grocery store. What is, what is that going to look like? Do you have enough room in that backpack for all the groceries that you need? Um, never, never. <laughs> no, I know. Although I will say one tip that I learned, I think from you, Jack, was to take the, remove the stuff from the packaging because you can fit a lot more if you take that cereal yeah. out of that box. So. Yeah, you don't need to bring that big cardboard box home. 
Okay. And then, of course, uh, get a grocery getter bike trailer. We've got plans on our website, and that's how I get my groceries home. So uh, that'll hold my three big grocery bags pretty easy, a big old dog, uh, pack of dog food and everything else. But it is amazing how I end up stuffing bread into the panniers or the bag of apples on the rack. There's, a, there's never enough room. Yeah, so our commuter 101 commuter class, we covered the different other options besides a backpack that you can use to transport, you know, whether your it's your groceries or your lunch that you're taking to work or you want to take your family out on a picnic or something. And, and obviously, you know, if you are taking your kids out along for a bike ride for a picnic too, that's just more storage space because those kids can wear a backpack too. So uh, they can each have an assignment that one of them carries water, one of them carries, you know, the cutlery or whatever. So it's, it's can be real community oriented you can assign stuff with different members of your family and all be responsible to make sure that those things get there for everybody to use the uh, commuter class was was wonderful we just we had a good time and doing it virtually was something new for us we and added another skill for bike walk wichita <laughs> absolutely so yeah, covered some great topics, everything really that you need to know if you're interested in bike commuting around ICT. And as we said, we're trying to do more classes virtually and have those recordings online so that you can check them out at any time. So that is uh, really awesome. So hopefully you've been out exploring a few of the routes and the parks that we have been highlighting weekly. Barbara is continuing to find parks all across the city for us to explore on the Walking Wednesday series, and that has been a lot of fun. Of course, I like that I we've done those. The, these yes. Walking Wednesday uh, events, we're not walking together, but we're all going to the same place sometime during the day. It's that hashtag of alone together. We're being social isolated, physical isolated, really, but we see people out on the, plant, on the, the walks and things, so I like that we're done this. And Jack, I know you're making sure to get these routes posted on our website and yes. Facebook page and Strava Club. Right, exactly. We started working with our Strava Club more just this season, really, and, and especially during the, the shut-in, the shutdown, where we're looking for uh, options to ride. We picked Strava because it's, there are a lot of free platforms for uh, mapping rides and organizing them. But Strava seemed to have the best social connection and it's very easy to use their free uh, version of it. And so that's why we went with Strava. Some folks might think of that as only a race-oriented one because a lot of the, the focus is on racing and personal bests and things. But no, there's a lot of room on there for just finding family routes, social routes to ride, uh, just improving yourself. It's not about being on top of the leaderboard. It's did I get more miles in this week than last? But mainly what we're using it for is to share some of the routes around town. We've struggled with that, of how to get people to find these gems. We've had some rides that uh, Gary Vreeland, for example, does on Monday nights, and we'll get that back going again when everything opens up. But he explores places in the city that you'd never know were good for bicycling. And that's what we're hoping for this, is to be able to put on Strava, as well as on our website, um, and our app as well same route so that you can go find like how to get out what is it a pract prac wetlands that's a, one of our recent ones we did and how do you ride around there safely without riding on busy streets so that's one of our focuses there if you got a favorite yeah. bike ride let us know um and we'd like to share it on our Strava club there 
Absolutely. And an, another reason why we chose Strava is because the city can actually download and look at the heat maps and see where everyone uh, is collectively riding and walking around our city. I know I'm very interested in seeing how this pandemic changes our city. Right. Yeah. And the, the thing about, I know Strava is kind of geared towards biking, but you can log your walks on there. And it really is amazing to see how, you know, when I wasn't able to bike and I was trying to walk more and stuff like that, it was really good to kind of quantify that and see hey, I walked seven times this week over, you know, so many days. And even though you're only getting out, maybe walking a quarter to half a mile or something, those things add up. And it, again, like Kim said, it gives our city and our municipalities a, play, a way to know where people are walking and how they're, you know, how we are using this city that we live in. So that's really important to our officials that they, that they see that information. Yes. Another, another thing on Strava, I had heard a interview with, I think he was the founder of, uh, of the company Strava. And he was a really interesting person. They call all of their members, users, whatever, they call them athletes. And that was a specific question the interviewer had. And the, the uh, owner of the company was saying they chose that very specifically because they wanted Strava to be available to everybody, no matter what fitness level, what physical level they are. The fact of you getting up and trying to get up and move that's an athletic thing. And so I, I like that. It's not just about, you know, the like or clad racers that are top on the leaderboards everywhere. It's about everybody being an athlete, just like you were saying, Amy, to, to see that and track that. And a lot of folks like that number aspect of it and, and you can really quantify. So there's a lot of interest in that. And then of course the heat maps are really an important social uh, tool for us. And so I really like that. We were talking about Strava. We also have our Bike Walk Wichita app app has uh, walking and bicycling routes. In fact, we just recently put on uh, a route with the Kansas African American Museum to highlight a walk, uh, some of the Wichita's most notable historical areas around in the African American communities. Places where we might not have thought to go take a walk. And so that's what we like is to prompt our friends out there to go and explore the city and find something different. And that new walk that we just added is fabulous. So if you haven't gone out there and taken that walk, it's not far from downtown. Very easy to get to, but some amazing. I haven't yet. It sounds very interesting. Good. Yes. So uh, also, if you're looking for a good read right now, uh, we are actually in the middle of our latest book club read, but it doesn't finish until early June. So it's an exciting, quick read, entertaining, so you can definitely still have time to jump in. We are currently reading Street Fight by Jeanette Sadiq Khan, and it's really about the efforts to transform New York's dangerous, deadly streets into a network of options for the people wanting to bike, walk, and use public transit system, which there, of course, is a tremendous number. Really good uh, lessons learned and a lot of things that we are now trying to implement here, such as creating protected bike lanes and not just painted bike lanes. So all of that stemmed from New York and their battles and fights that they won on the streets. So uh, yeah, it's an it's important part of the history of, of uh, complete streets and, and these kinds of 
uh, accessibility issues we've been talking about. New York was one of the leaders in this. And I was saying to a friend the other day, if you looked in the, the 90s and said, New York will be one of the best cities for bicycling in, I mean, that was a place where the Alicat racers were the only ones that rode the messengers and all. It was crazy. It was chaos. It'll never work. It's now one of the best cities. And in fact, the uh, bike use during the coronavirus has skyrocketed in New York City. And yes. so uh, it's because of her efforts. And so we can read this, learning a lot of lessons. The idea of a street fight, we don't really in Wichita have to do a street fight. We're too polite for that in Kansas. But we can sure learn from a lot of language and a lot of the concepts that she uh, really led um, uh, during those times when she was transforming in that community. And if you're wanting to just check out a video, we have on our website on the book club page, we do have a link to a YouTube video where she is presenting and, and talking about the ideas that she does present in the book. So join us, check out that book club. It's, it's really great. Also, I just wanted to mention again, it is bike month, ICT. So this is our 10th year actually to be celebrating bike month, which is a national uh, every May. So all month long, you will be seeing all sorts of different events going on that we plan to push out. So make sure you are following Bike Month ICT on Facebook or go online to our website and we have a calendar and events there. We're doing all sorts of fun month-long events such as Bike Bingo, which yeah. there are some really good prizes for this year's Bike Bingo. So. Good. And these are things you can do on your own. We're not doing the group events, of course, but uh, there's other things we can do. Yes. And then we also are going to be pushing out our Strava Art Challenge. You may have seen different images drawn on the maps um, when people ride in, in Strava. So we will have a challenge for that as well. So I want to see what people can come up with. This will be fun. Yeah, we live on a grid. The river makes things a little more complicated, but, you know, Wichita, it, there's some good opportunities there to create some really cool art on top of our map. So looking forward to all those Bike Month events. Definitely, as I mentioned, Bike Walk Wichita will also be pushing out a lot more events as we're able to and as the weather's warming up. So make sure you check out our calendar, our Facebook page, because we will be adding events weekly. So as I mentioned earlier, our recycle shop is considered an essential service. And many people were kind of questioning why bike shops should be allowed to stay open during the stay-at-home order. And really, it's about the transportation and the needs. And also, I don't know about you, but the mental health needs as well are quite important of keeping everyone going during this time. So I know, Jack, you have an interesting story to share with us. Yeah, one of our friends, Lee, was one of our first people that came in during the, after we had closed, and then we had met and we were paying attention to the health professionals and, and what was going on in other communities, and we gradually reopened to provide uh, essential basic transportation service, and of course, Lee uses his bike every day for transportation and had a problem with the wheel, and so he came in and uh, got his wheel part when he needed and, and went and headed out and got back on the road, I'm sure. So that was interesting. And it got us to thinking and talking about Lee and how he really, his story really illustrates some of the important work that Bike Walk Wichita does to help our community's most vulnerable citizens. And 
he really does kind of show that. He's been one of our friends for a couple of years. He first learned about Mike Walk Wichita through our recycle program. And Lee was homeless at the time and depended on his bicycle and his trailer with all of his, his belongings in that trailer. And he had heard that you could get parts in exchange for volunteer time. And so he showed up wondering how he could help. And Lee is mechanically inclined and he was able to uh, show right up and get started and helping us working on things and became a real regular in uh, our recycle shop. And I think I really helped show that one of our key target areas is working with a homeless community in town. That fact, it really showed that he felt comfortable and, and we welcomed uh, everybody to show up there. And so uh, with Lee working in recycle, he really shows the, the pattern of recycle as well, too. I was looking back and looking at his, uh, we keep track of everybody's volunteer hours and you can trade it like money. And uh, sure enough, Lee had 80 some odd volunteer hours over time, but I think he's only got about two and a half available because he would earn some hours and then spend it, earn some hours and spend it. And over time, he'd work on his bike and really got the bike rolling pretty well. So that, that was pretty cool. Lee showed us some of the stresses that come from life on the street. Um, he came in once with cuts and bruises. He'd gotten beat up by strangers. He talked about applying for jobs, but then he couldn't leave his possessions unwatched. And so that just kind of kept him in that cycle of being stuck on the street. Someone stole his bike. And so we returned on foot to Bike Walk Wichita to earn a bike. And so for a couple of weeks there, he was walking to us, coming in every uh, uh, time our shop was open to get us 15 hours and earn a bike. That commitment, it was something that he took cheerfully on, and uh, he got a decent bike through that effort. He also, during recycle time, he was really good at sharing what he knew. He's, like I said, mechanically inclined, and I remember one of the first things he was working on volunteering is the coaster uh, rear wheels and servicing the brims in there. That's not an easy task. And uh, he got that figured out, and, and it was fun to watch him teaching other people to do that. So that's, that's pretty awesome. As it happens, we lost touch with Lee for a few months, and it turns out he'd gotten hired as a night shift worker at one of the shelters. And that, with that income, he was able to rent his own apartment. He'd been riding back and forth to work, earning money, and gaining some stability. And uh, in late winter, Lee came back by Recycle to get a replacement wheel. He looked great, trim, kind of pulled together. And the reason he needed a new wheel was that he'd gotten hit by a car while riding on the sidewalk near his apartment. And a weight loss, oh, he, he'd been recovering from the accident without enough groceries. And so um, we just, it really shows us our community needs to have more support for those folks that don't have a car and don't have easy access to get around. So he turned into a, a dot on our bike ped crash data. So when he came in getting his replacement wheel, we were able to talk with him about, look, that's you. Uh, it does show the date and time, uh, the location of the, of the incident. He had reported it to the police, which was great, because that does help us on um, statistics and knowing where we need to be paying attention for bike and pedestrian access. He's part of uh, Recycle. He's part of our homeless focus. Uh, Lee was uh, an earn a bike participant and he's a bike ped crash data person. And so our latest thing again is being an essential service and being open. And so Lee was one of the people that came in and he needed to replace another wheel. This time it was because I think a sidewalk crack knocked his bike over, knocked him over. But he used some of his volunteer hours and got a wheel and got back rolling again. And so you look at this and realize nowhere else in town could he have gotten 
this kind of service where um, without any cash and, and no real support, he could uh, keep himself rolling and, and we can see that uh, ability to improve his life by getting his own apartment. And that's, that's a really, I'm really proud that he was able to do that. And there's something else special about Recycle that Lee Storer reveals. It's that core belief among our staff and our volunteers that everyone is worthy of dignity, that everybody has something to share. A snapshot that'll stay forever in my mind. Lee explaining how to do some repair to fellow volunteers, a mix of people that for that moment were all honoring him with their focused attention. Where else does that mixing of people happen? I remember walking by and smiling at him and, and he just smiled and was just showing him. And, you know, I, this is, I feel really proud about what we're able to do. So Lee, thanks for teaching us about bike repair and resiliency and friendship. So I think his story is a good one for us to share and to help us to see this is our mission at Bike Walk with us. Not just bikes for taking rides and things, but it really is connecting to meet people's needs where they're at. So I'm glad to be part of this. Thanks, Lee. Absolutely. And, and for those of you that have met Lee down at our, our, our shop, he is just such a gentle soul and always smiling and, and happy no matter what he's, you know, adversities he's dealing with that day. So just quite a pleasure. So thanks for sharing that story. And if you are wondering how you can ensure that Bike Walk Wichita will be there to help our community, for friends like Lee, we are always looking for, as I mentioned, the bikes and parts donations to use for that recycle program. But then also we do have our membership levels that have different levels of donation and, and those really help keep people rolling. All of that is used locally. In addition, we also have our sponsorship opportunities. We do want to promote the good work that is being led by our local sponsors that we already have for this year. We want to give a shout out to Palmer Physical Therapy for Women. I know they've helped a lot of us get back up to speed. We also have Truck Stuff, who has been a longtime supporter and helps us with all of our bike racks and accessories. I, I got my uh, trailer hitch installed there uh, yes. when I got my new car and great and service. That? Very nice shop. How, how's your hitch working? Uh, perfect. Yeah. I haven't pulled the trailer yet because I haven't had anywhere to go, but oh. uh, yeah, it, it works really well. And I had thought about doing it myself until I got underneath the car and started looking and realized really for a hundred bucks to have them do it. It was a bargain and they did yeah. a very nice job. So very professional. They are. They are wonderful. We also have Medis who, you know, all um, of us enjoy their food. <laughs> yes. They keep us rolling. Then we also have Bicycle Peddler, Bicycle Exchange, and Heartland Bicycle Shops who definitely are doing all they can to keep everyone riding safe during, during these times. We appreciate the way that the bike shops have managed being an essential business. I know it was a challenge because... Typically in a bike shop, there's a lot of, especially in the sales, there's a lot of personal contact. Um, and so for the shops to figure out how to do that, how to let their staff work safely and, and maintain the physical distancing that they needed, you know, good for them. And this is an important time for people to be out and about. So yeah, thanks for them. And it's exciting to see all these local businesses uh, being able to, to survive and thrive during these times. We also want to give a, a Don't shout forget, out. Family Care Associates. That's my wife's That's practice. Right. So, <laughs> Dr. Katie Morales awesome. Awesome. So if you uh, need a, a good family physician, Katie can hook you up. 
Bike Walk Wichita, we definitely have a growing network of friends. We have over 500 new Facebook followers just this last month. So all of our bike and pedestrian enthusiasts love shopping local. So if you know a business that could benefit from our hyper-local marketing to our people, contact us and let us know. And we can share the uh, different 2020 sponsorship opportunities that last for the rest of the year. So plenty of time. We definitely want to really help our local businesses get back up and reopen as soon as they can safely. So, Yeah, I think we're a real efficient source of promotion because we get our sponsor's name in front of people who are active and looking for active things and talk about how our sponsors are other friends of ours. And so that really is nice. Yes. I think that's good. So May, uh, being Bike Month, we have a wonderful volunteer who has been volunteering actually with Bike Walk Wichita for many years. Uh, Jack, do you want to tell us who you're going to highlight this month? Highlighting this month is uh, Aura Roseberry, one of our league cycling instructors. And she's been leading our bike education classes for several years. She was our, one of our first groups of people that got certified as an instructor. And she really likes teaching people, especially road riding and how to get out and to be comfortable pushing yourself and riding a little further than you thought you might have. She's been one that has been leading our long distance ride classes and, and lots of other classes. Well, with the shutdown and the coronavirus times, all of those sorts of classes really shifted. Uh, we had to just say, we're not doing any in-person classes. So we had to rethink. And so we asked Aura and Amy, one of our other volunteers, to take a look at our next planned class, which was already on our calendar, and to see how to turn it into a virtual class. So our, our uh, Bike Commuting 101 class that we did in end of April, they, they sort of had to make it up as they went along to figure out uh, what are we going to do to make this class, which would normally involve people hands-on, you know, with the bike and riding together into something that's worthwhile online. And I really appreciate that flexibility that uh, Aura had to, to lead that because it's something different than she'd ever done. And at first, I know she was a little nervous, so I've never done anything like this. And, and I thought, that's okay. None of us have. So they came up with a really nice plan. And so I appreciate that. So again, thanks to Aura of, of being willing to help out when we can and uh, provide that important bike education classes. Thanks. And Amy, I know you had a good time working with Aura to figure this out. So how yeah. did that go? Um, Aura, you know, but we live pretty, fairly close together, close by each other. And that was wonderful to find out you that uh, when you start bicycling and getting to know the people, you start to see the same people on the routes. And, and it's really nice to meet other people who are biking in your area but Aura she does some more distance riding than than I do and so it was really nice to get her perspective her perspective as a league certified cycling cycling instructor Aura has such a determination when she goes out for a ride and to meet yeah. her her goals in biking and I know when she teaches the long distance bicycling group it, she's really 
she she will pull you through and and get you all the information that you need. I just earned so much respect for her. That one wicked wind when they were trying to do their hundred miles and it was just so rainy, so wet, so cold, and the group just they they did as much as they could do and they really pushed as hard as they could push and it just was amazing to see her and the group that she was working with to uh, get those goals for their distance cycling through all sorts of adversity that Kansas can throw at us. Yes, for sure. She's definitely a motivator. And one thing that some people may not know is she's an awesome knitter as well. So she knits really and designs her own sweaters and socks Mm -hmm. and, and wraps and stuff. So Aura, thank you again uh, for stepping up and uh, Amy as well for helping us shift gears on this first virtual class for Bike Walk Wichita. And I'm excited for many more to come in the future. Thanks, Aura. Well, it looks like our time is up for today, but thank you for tuning in. And we hope that you enjoyed Lee's story and also that maybe you learned about one of Bike Walk Wichita's many ways to connect with others on our local bike ped scene, you know, whether that's through our, our book club or our walks or rides, or whether you download our app and do some of the uh, routes. We, we hope that you picked up something new and interesting. If you enjoyed this episode, you know, please share it with friends. We are definitely looking to connect with all of these brand new people who are out walking and riding and just realizing all the opportunities that Wichita does have for biking and walking. So please help us expand that network and really grow our our community. Also comment and tell us what you'd like, what you want to hear, if you have any news to share for future episodes. We record monthly, so let us know what do you have coming up in the future that you think others will want to know about as well. You can be the first to hear our latest episodes by subscribing to our podcast. You can also always find past episodes, full show notes, and other details at bikewalkwichita.org slash podcast. Extra thanks to Jack and Amy today for joining virtually, and I'm so (laughs) glad that uh, we're all well. So everyone stay well, and we will see you out and about.